Hello and welcome to the Six Months to Six Figures series of the W Freelancing Podcast. In this series, you'll spot you'll follow a specific freelancer, in this case, Maya. I'm trying to point at her for the video people, as I coach them from early stages to earning a six-figure annual income. Because if you break it down, hundred thousand dollars a year is essentially $8,333 a month. So my challenge is to see how quickly I can get somebody from kind of early stages to $8,333 a month. And my challenge is like, do it within six months. Hence, six months to six figures, very catchy. So in this series, I'll connect with Maya every week or two, and it'll follow the same format as the office hours coaching within the DYF accelerator. And that's how these actually all started. So if you're watching these or listening and you find yourself thinking, I wish I could get coaching like this, know that you totally can. And you can learn more at dyf.link slash community. Let's dive into today's episode. Let me grab your goal from the community. Okay, lead generation and delegation. Cool. So how's it going? Uh, great. Great, great, great. Yeah? Uh-huh. I um, sent you a message, but I got a, a request email or like a clarity call. The first time that I got a clarity call without questions, without me having to send a link, like someone scheduled a clarity call and that's it which wow. felt kind of sauce, you know, because I'm like, who's this person? Um, <laughs> what do they then, want? I, yeah, I don't know, you know, if it's some like freak <laughs> that just wants to talk to me. Um, but I, I messaged her and I was like, hello, I just wanted to check in if you wanted to tell me something before our clarity call, um, some background, whatever. And she was like, what she said, I'll say, I sent you that message already because I'm really looking for like language with my clients and what they're looking for and what they're resonating with. But pretty much she said, um, I'm looking for trending with you and I saw your portfolio and your past client work and I really resonated with it. I feel like you will understand my holistic understanding of my, of my vision. So I'm super excited to work with you like straight up. And it's really one of the first times that it's been so straightforward and so streamlined that, that it was like a clarity call that just like, boom. So she said to me that what I've been sharing on my socials have been has been uh, resonating with her, and for me that that was a great like great feedback that in order to get more clients like her, I have to do exactly what I'm doing, which is very organic, behind the scenes, like like natural flowing um, marketing. Yeah, that's great. And did she say what specific things on the socials were resonating? Mm-hmm. And you can you can pull out that email after because okay. I think that like the the it was just so perfect like the exact language that she used was so really informed me of what I have to do next. She mm. is um she wants to do my two services. She's like oh, I, just, I got do- this. Let me share my mm-hmm. screen. Yeah, keep going. Um yeah, I think it would be really good for you because I'm also going through the blueprint. And I'm seeing that it's very important to like see like the client language, you know, and the the what words the client use and something mm-hmm. that really resonated with her, which I've been using a lot for playbook on my creative mentoring and content strategy service um, has been the word activate the words activate your inner creator, mm. connect with your inner creator, you know, connect with your purpose. Let's see your brand as a manifestation of your purpose, this type of language that is more holistic and was a bit scary to like start that um, due to my like marketing background, but it felt that it resonated with the type of people that I want to work with. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And here, let me pull this. I was just blurring her name. I hope I yeah, didn't yeah. miss any. Um, so what is L-Y-O-W? Uh, it's a course that I did that I school okay. launched your own way. Okay, cool. A course that you taught or that you took? No, that I took, that I took, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, her astrology background. All right, cool. General service provider. Um, I was actually thinking about combination of visual branding. So, okay, cool. So yeah, so basically you just woke up to this thing being booked and then you reached out to her to like get more deets from her kind of thing. Uh-huh. Cool. Well, then that's great. I bet your initial strategy call, you're going to have some good opportunities to dig more into what resonated as well. Like you could maybe ask her what specifically resonated with you, what specifically like did you like and caused you to reach out? Like mm-hmm. I was chatting with Brad here just yesterday and he was talking about how he like went to our YouTube channel and watched all the videos and he wished there were more. And so that was like <laughs> a for me. Like this is how he first kind of got his relationship to the brand. And that was something that I need to do better is give more volume there and stuff. Um, cool. Well, congrats there. That's an exciting milestone. So far, really a dream. And all because of more marketing, all because of more marketing, really. Who'd have thunk? Really cool. Um, I what I told you uh, that I wanted to tell you today, and it's not a repayment. It's just like I think deepening that that we've been talking about is that I want to officially launch a playbook. I did a behind the scenes, like literally just sent screenshots. Like I set my computer in a beautiful spot and like took some photos, but like just a screen. And I really made sure that I was saying like hello. Um, I want to share a bit of behind the screens of playbook. And I I booked I booked two playbook clients already and mm. one that I'm still in conversation for. So like the behind the scenes approach really worked. And I announced, which I had at the beginning, I felt really cocky announcing this, but it felt natural. I said, eh, June and July are booked. Let me know if 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 you're ready for it on August. I'm getting more comfortable with this language, which cool. makes me think that I can totally set up a proper sales page, like translate that um, deck into a sales page and do it a bit more. Like I'm ready for a, a bit of scaffolding, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I did mark, what, was, what do I think? I, I want to dig deeper before I give you my official opinion. That's okay. what I want to do first. Um, but yeah, I did. I. I really liked your like behind the scenes things and I something I've had flagged on my list of like some teaching that I want to do that was inspired by the success of yours is like I want to put on some sort of course in DIF or something that's like the minimum viable newsletter for freelancers mm-hmm. and the idea that I just straight up stole from you was this exact one like you just share the wins you share what you're doing for the clients and you kind of like how I collect these gems from in here to repost as top of funnel stuff um you can almost do the same like capture the gems from your client day to day, and that just becomes the newsletter. So I love that you're doing that. And I love that it's like clearly working as well. And I think this point that you're making about feeling more comfortable talking about your booked outness, like earlier I was talking with Marius about like the feelings of imposter syndrome and stuff and how you kind of subconsciously create self-sabotaging language. And a lot of people do this with Trojan Horse interviews. They'll say things like, I'm about to start a series that I'll maybe pursue versus like, yo, this is a thing I do. Do you want to come? It, yeah. It's just like that subtle difference. And and similarly, like, oh, I'd love to get any client who would hire me versus I'm booked up. If you want to work with me, like, you know, whatever. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. But if you want to, here's how you do it. You, yeah, yeah, not yeah. quite quite like that. But so 
before we talk about the scaffolding stuff, I want to like get a pulse on your current goals, your current next steps, and also tell you I am um, yesterday I did a lot of shooting of new content for W freelancing rate, most of which is like just a modernization of the text content to turn it into video. But there's one thing that I shot that I think might be super relevant for you. Um, that is essentially the core concept of it is deciding what work to delegate and um, leveraging like your current effective hourly rate to determine what sorts of tasks to take off your plate. And Wait, the, that's the, the time that's the time tracking implementation. Uh, totally new, totally different, totally groundbreaking, oh, okay. totally fresh. But it okay. does it does build <laughs> on that. But it's like it's just a couple of short lessons. I'll um I'll link you to them once Mari gets them uploaded. But okay. I think they'll be relevant to you here as you're thinking about the time it takes you to generate one client in terms of your hours cost on social media and mm -hmm. what you're doing with those hours and how easily outsourceable certain types of things are based on what you said as your request for today. So I've been rambling. I'm excited to chat with you. It makes me rambly. So let me just step back. What are you hoping to leave this session with Maya? Mm, I think I want like almost your permission and blessing into like going into creation mode for a, a proper launch, which I think I want to, I think I want to, let's see how to frame this. I want to teach my future clients that it's okay to be scrappy and I want to be scrappy in my own launch and I want to make fun of it. And I want to be like, haha, you know, I know this is like, and I kind of did it like my, my bio for that deck is pretty much like I build a brand that gives me freedom and I want to help you do the same period you know so I kind of posted like haha my professional bio and I want to like keep that vibe that is like kind of making fun of my own professionalism but keep it very professional and really show people that um they can do the same you know like throughout my launch show people that they can also show up imperfectionally and launch imperfectionally so mm -hmm. I'd love to, yeah, get your blessing on that and kind of like lay out this plan that I have for launching, which is week one behind the scenes done this week, book three clients, no, two, two and a half. Let's, I think this one I will book it, but two um, from just behind the scenes. I think next week I want to do the waiting list thing that we were talking about very simple saying okay if you want to like a lot of people are asking me about playbook if you want to learn more join I want to call it the guest list because it sounds more fun and it goes with the brand of like party language um join the guest list and you'll get best prices and availability on playbook week two and I think week three I want to launch a free super simple one like content planning template on um, notion that I already have it for myself. I can send that to you because I already have it because it's something that I send to people when they ask me a lot of questions. And I know that they're not going to book a one-on-one, -on -one, but I know that in the future they could join like a workshop or something. So I send that one. I want to like properly launch it and do like mini sequence, you know, two emails max, five-day email, like one on Monday, one on Friday. Well, welcome. This is the space. Friday, like, okay, so August guest list is open. Um, and then at some point, that's week one, two, three and week four, I would love to just launch it full on with, the with the sales page and try to book eight spots for August. So just to make sure my terminology is correct. Playbook mm -hmm. is your core service that you charge $2,000 for. And then creative coaching is your lower price service that you currently get now, or which one's playbook? Playbook is the lower one. Playbook is 888. 
And um, Basecamp is just core branding, which I don't think I'm going to launch because it's like I don't need to launch a branding thing. People that need branding, they will come to me. Whereas this playbook thing is something that people can do just one off. You know, it's like a course one on one, two week intensive with me, which I think okay. it's more launchable than based on. So what is your fulfillment time? So you say you charge $888 for a single playbook client. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to check when you're booking these clients now, so you said week one, you did your behind the scenes, you booked two or three clients. What did you book them for? I booked them for four, 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 because I'm giving them a 50% off now. But because, it's, mm-hmm. it's for the playbook you booked them for. Yeah. 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 So the one, all the... Tomorrow, the one for tomorrow, she wants to do both services. Okay. One sec. I'm just making some notes. Mm-hmm. Can you hear the noise? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Okay, cool. I, I want to turn on my freaking portable air conditioner. I made a whole Ableton effects chain to reduce the noise, but God, it's loud. So I might turn it on and ask you if you can hear the noise. Okay. Anyway, I don't have the balls to do it yet. So, okay. So you've been booking clients so far. So all these clients, so like, since I've been giving you this advice, you've been refocusing on lead gen, all that stuff, all the clients you've been booking as a consequence of that they are playbook clients. Yes. One base camp, two base camp, two base camp, uh, like six playbook, honestly, since I started, um, being serious with the membership. Okay. So two base camp, two base camp, playbook. Tomorrow. Yeah. And how much potentially three, how much have these base camp clients been worth so far? Gross. Uh, how much is what, sorry? How much have you been charging them? One, two thousand, uh, because she came from a referral, so I, I told her that 222 was for my client. That's normally what I do. And then um, the other one, the full price, 2222. So one was 2000 and then one was 2222. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. And then uh, for your six playbook customers um, or clients, how much have each of those been at $444? 400, all of them 444. One of the girls, I gave it to her for three. 320 um because she said like i'm dying to do this can i pay you in four payments or something crazy and i was like you know what let's do it for less and yeah so okay um so how much of your personal time goes into fulfillment for a base camp project base camp i'd say it takes me with client communication and everything it takes me around 18 to 20 hours because it's a full like brand identity project Sometimes 15, but brand identities, yeah, like 20 hours. I think I'm a fast designer. Um, I don't know, like, you can tell me actually if that's a lot of time for like a branding, two rounds of revision situation, like full logo, lockup, color palette, et cetera. Or if it's like, I don't know. I wouldn't be the one to ask because um, for me, I've considered, I've always thought of myself as like a good web designer and a good mm-hmm. 80-20 designer, uh-huh. I fucking hate logo design. Like, I don't like doing revisions for clients. I'm like, mate, it doesn't matter. It's not going to affect any of your conversions. Just take the first fucking logo that I give you and don't ask me for any tweaks. Hence, I'm not a very good designer. Unsubscribing. So, unsubscribing from the membership. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but obviously, it doesn't matter. It's just, like, I'm not the one to ask. Ask Laura sometime. But to me, 18 to 20 hours for everything you do, that doesn't sound unreasonable because you want to... Um. 
you want to make it like you're not selling some productized formulaic service. You're selling an artistic, like soul driven service. 18, 20 hours sounds totally fine. So, so you're saying for a worst case scenario client, Basecamp mm -hmm. takes you 20 hours to fulfill, start to finish all communication, everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that means that your effective hourly rate is going to be a little bit over 100 bucks an hour, I think. Let's see. Divided by 20. Oop. 22, 22 divided by 20 equals one, one, one. So your effective hourly rate for these guys is $111.10. So for a worst case scenario playbook client, what is your fulfillment time there? Um, I haven't had a worst case scenario because it's always the same amount. It's two hours to onboard. No one hour because everything is templatized. One hour to onboard, send them the email, get them in the Notion template. One and a half hours meeting half an hour after meeting notes that would be three hours and then it takes me two hours to do the actual pdf playbook which is like me organizing all their thoughts and everything we talked about in a pdf that's total let's say six hours with back and forth on email and like i guess lead like retention situation that i'm like sending voice notes this is this is a that worst case scenario six six hours all right so what this means then is that your effective hourly rate or sorry, 74 divided by 111. Your effective hourly rate for a playbook client is 67% of your effective hourly rate for a base camp client. So that means that you're taking a 33% hit on your hourly rate by taking on a playbook project over a base camp project. Okay. Typically, typically when people do productized services, the goal of a productized service, which is kind of what playbook is, the goal is to get more leverage. So you have a higher effective hourly rate, even though the project costs less dollars. It's like if Davide is going to build like some crazy ass app for a client where he's doing his like Ruby on Rails code, maybe his hourly rate there is like a hundred bucks or 125 or 150, but it's cool because it's like a 200 hour project. Whereas if he's like setting up Zapier and some plugins that are the same plugins he's used for 50 other clients, maybe his effective hourly rate is like 300 bucks, but it only takes a few hours. So my thought is this. I will happily give you my permission and blessing to do whatever the heck you want, but but I guess I won't really, and you know I won't because I want to make sure it makes sense for you. So uh, with you wanting to do this launch, the thing that is on my mind is like, you're not selling a product, you're selling a service. You know, like if I want to do a launch for some course that we already made, the only like scaffolding is me writing the launch copy. But if I want to do a launch for a product, like for a service, like if I wanted to do a launch where I say like, hey, everybody on the DYF list, book me for a one hour coaching session. If a thousand people book that, now I am on the hook for a thousand hours of work. It, it's not the same. And so in your case, what I'm hearing is that you have a less profitable client who you do really enjoy serving. And I, I think that's dope. Um, but you have a less profitable client and you're thinking of doing a launch that's going to take your time. So like, suppose everything goes well, right? Let's say week four, you do your launch, you do the sales page, you book eight spots for August. That means what you just booked yourself would be eight, eight times six, 48. So you put yourself on the hook for 48 hours of work in August that is only at $74 an hour. And that's not counting sales time. And to my knowledge, you want to be working like a total, I can't remember anymore, but it's a small number, like less than 20 hours a week, right? So less this so this means that you've booked 80 divided by 48. One, oh, sorry, 48 divided by 80. If this launch goes well, you booked out 60% of your time. And I'm an advocate for spending 50% of your time on client work, 50% of your time growing your business. So you book out all of your in-the-business work 
for your lowest effective hourly rate, which raises a red flag for me. So, um, but that's not to say, I don't think it's a fundamentally good idea, but what I do think like the reason I've had you focusing on your lead gen right now, the biggest, biggest, biggest reason more than anything else is because I know that you're undercharging and that if you have lead flow, you have leverage and you can use that leverage to raise your rates. So Hmm. my thought, number one, you like your alliterative numbers. 555 is like an angel number anyway. So minimum should charge 555. Probably don't charge 666. Just throwing that out there as an idea. Um, you can go 777. Cool. But like, yeah, yeah. It's that's the that's the final, by the way, final price of playbook that I want to sell in August is 777. Okay. So, cool. so if it's 777, then that gets your effective hour rate, I think, to exactly the same. Let's see, divided by six. Yeah, that gets your effective hour idea. That maybe I shouldn't try to book eight clients on August. Maybe I should try to book four clients on August and one more base camp. Maybe that's where my brain should be. And here's the thing about booking four clients. Uh-huh. You don't need to do a launch to do that. Yeah, it is true. You book, but, but <laughs> yeah. I think I I think you, I want you to do launches. I do because I know you'll be good at it. I know you'll have fun and it is fun. It's like a champagne thing. But where it gets really champagne is when you don't, have to do like 70 hours of freaking fulfillment work now, you know? So like what I would like to see is either number one, <clears throat> you do your big launch when you have this more productized, like suppose you, you book eight clients and you do group coaching, right? So if that two hours for onboarding or the one hour, now that you have your notion, like if that one hour of a live call <clears throat> could be a group call and you do it with a cohort, then cool, because you get more leverage that way. If all eight people are on the same call and that's not going to detract from their value or experience, then that means you can get your hourly rate higher. But all of this stuff, this is all just numbers and it it doesn't necessarily make sense to say, ooh, let's get you the highest effective hourly rate. All this needs to be strategic and tie into your broad business goals. And so I ask, what's all this for? What's the goal right now? What are we working towards? Honestly... I'm working towards making more money. Like the the August launch and I, that's what I said um, to my boyfriend. I was like, I don't mind if I have to work more. August, I just want it to be like, you know, like I could potentially make 5K out of Playbook. Amazing. That's what I was thinking, you know. But now that you mention it like that, like it, it is a lot of work, actually. It is a lot of hours. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think... To me, um, the ideal situation, and and I think you should watch these new videos I'm going to add to W Freelancing Rate because you'll dig them. Mm-hmm. The ideal situation is like, suppose all of these steps that you're doing in the process right now for fulfillment, suppose you had to pay someone who is really, really, really fucking good to do these steps. What would your actual cost be? Like if you had to hire someone who is best in class, or maybe not best in class, you know, but like someone who is really good someone who is charging you 50 bucks an hour, 70 bucks an hour, 90 bucks an hour, like suppose that was fulfilled by them. What would you need to charge in order to have a healthy margin? Charge that and then do things like launches and scalability. If you like the thing I really don't want for you that I see this as a risk for, I don't want you getting yourself booked up with low paying work prematurely. I'd rather see you keeping your workflow low and high paying to get your effective hourly rate higher. So that, yeah. Because like there's this idea of golden handcuffs and what we're describing here is almost like silver handcuffs. Like if you get yourself fully booked out at sub $100 an hour 
per hour effective hourly rate work. Like, here's the math that I want you to be thinking of that I was talking about in those videos yesterday. If, if the ideal ratio is that a person spends, a freelancer spends 50% of their time growing their business and 50% of their time working in their business. In the new visual videos that I added, I think like freaking watch them because you're going to really dig them. Basically, I help, I help you determine what your hourly rate and project rate should be based on your financial goals. But the idea is this, if, if you want to be spending time actually growing your business, then that means, and you want to do a one-to-one -one ratio, then that means that the time that you're working in the business, the effective hourly rate from that time needs to be higher to compensate for the half the time that you're not actually generating immediate dollars. And so if your effective hourly rate from this project is $74 an hour, and you want to be spending half of your time growing your business, that means that your effective hourly rate on the whole is $36 an hour, which isn't a lot of money, especially when you take out taxes, health insurance, all that stuff, and employee costs and fixed costs. Like, uh, So what I would say is let's be strategic about what is the best way to get your effective hourly rate up first. To me, the best way is like you're already booked out for two months. So keep doing what's working. And you can do a launch if you want, but like I think what you're already doing is working, but start selling it at higher prices. And I think the fact that you're going to limit your clients is a really good hook. Say like, I only work with a handful of clients a month. I do not have that many spots. I'm now accepting like applications for the next ones. And then being that you have a queue, what you have right now is a safety buffer that next time someone comes to you asking for playbook, you say, yeah, sure. I can help you with that at 777 bucks. And if every single person says no, and everyone keeps saying no for a whole month or maybe not a whole month, but like two weeks, uh, then we can talk about maybe bringing that price down and getting more leverage through like group group stuff. But mm -hmm. to me, what you should do right now is just keep doing this lead gen stuff, but stop saying 444 bucks, start saying a thousand dollars or 1500 bucks or whatever. Because if you think about the value, suppose you work a day job and you get paid well, right? Like let's suppose that you're making 70 grand a year or 60 grand a year or 50 grand a year, and you want to start your own business. And it's like your dream and you need this matchstick to catalyze that. Um, like that's valuable. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that you need to charge $444 for. It will mean that you'll exclude potential clients. But like I do, I mean, I think this is a valuable service that you're offering and stuff. So I would say just play with charging more like immediately. Okay. 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 Uh, and see what happens. And then we connect next week. This is my thought. And then we'll get you to do a fun launch, do the champagne, all that stuff. But for now, I want to get your effective hourly rate higher. So oh, good. Great. And session. then I'll give you my blessing maybe in a couple of weeks. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So there's the session. I'll be excited to see how she does in the coming weeks and see what she reports back with. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, subscribe, leave good reviews, all those things. And as a reminder, if you want to get coaching just like this, you can join the DYF Accelerator and your membership includes one-on-one -on -one live video coaching calls with me every week where we'll do basically what I just did with Maya here. Uh, these office hours blocks happen on Wednesdays typically. I've got two blocks a day and you book a 20-minute one-on-one session within them where we connect on your goals, challenges, and kind of map you into the next steps. Uh, we cap the accelerator at 200 members to ensure everyone can get some direct one-on-one -on -one support like this. You can learn more at dyf.link slash community. If you want to follow Maya's business, you can learn more about her at her uh, business website, which is Blank Page Labs. That is blankpagelab.io, so singular blankpagelab.io, or on Instagram at instagram.com slash mayaben. So that's M-A-N. 
I-A-B-E-N. That's her Instagram. Thanks, and uh, see you in the next episode.